1: Hey, what's up, y'all? Man, welcome to another episode of the Next Level Living Podcast, your favorite podcast. Podcast, you know what I'm saying? I'm Jeremy Anderson, your host, our other co-host, Mike, he ain't here. His flight got delayed, but we got K-Hart. How you feeling, cuz? I'm
0: feeling good. I'm feeling so blessed right now. I know, that's How right. you feeling?
1: Man, good. You see, I got this goofy smile on my face.
0: I see you got some new ink, too, huh?
1: I knew you. I should have wore a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> wore a sweatshirt. <laughs> no, we see it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You know what's funny? So, well, let's get into it in a minute, right? I'll tell you about it in just a minute. Okay. But man, look, y'all. We got somebody real special, real special. Mm-hmm. My wife was just like when she first met you. She was like, "I'm not calling him Wall Street Trapper. Facts. His name is Leon. <laughs> this is fact. Like, this so is fact. And they the moon. She be like, What's <laughs> Leon doing? I'm like, Leon, facts. who? Leon. She be like. I'm like, oh trash. This yes. is uh, facts. Man, we have this today, y'all. This is facts. My brother, yes. my friend. Yes. Man, we pour into each other. Mm-hmm. We be having early morning prayer calls, mm-hmm. wake up mm-hmm. calls, accountability calls. Mm-hmm. I've seen his growth and matriculation over the years. He become a voice for this next generation when it comes to the stock market, investing, wealth, right? Manhood, mm-hmm. man. My brother, my friend. Mm-hmm. A prolific speaker. We got to talk about that. Come on, man. No, seriously. That I took the stage Come and I on. seriously. And I said, ma, ma,
0: ma. <laughs> right. Man, ma, my, ma, my ma. brother ma.
1: with a phenomenal testimony, yeah. man. multi-millionaire, super successful, changing thousands of lives, mm. putting them in the game. My brother Wall
0: Street mm, trap, yeah. hey man. I don't think I ever had an intro Ooh. like that.
1: Come on, man. I'm excited
0: to meet me, God. <laughs> I love Jesus, <that>. <laughs> man. man it's,
1: bro, it's so much I can say about you. Yeah, man. I'll never forget your first trip. Was it to Africa? Africa, bro. Bro, when Africa. I see you out in the exotic yeah. part, like you were yeah. in the jungle swimming, yeah. I was like, "What you doing?" You was like, "Bro, I gotta get away." Yeah, I'm unplugging from social media. Yeah, I'm just spending time with God. Yeah. Holy Ghost is like, yeah, keep them close. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. I ain't having many conversations yeah. of people where we are in life. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to put that on pause. I mean, I'm excited for today. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Nah, man, that's that was, a, I think that was probably one of the most pivotal moments on my journey. Yeah. Uh, because I think, you know, as a black man, you like, you hear stories of Man, I wanna go to Africa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think because I did 10 years in prison, like my favorite black man of all time is Malcolm X. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And um I studied him for so long. Mm -hmm. And let me just say, I'm not even comparing myself to that greatness right there at all. Mm -hmm. But I saw so many similarities in my life Mm -hmm. with his life. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, him uh, at a young age becoming like a man child. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? With so many different um, adversities That you have to mm-hmm. overcome And then you feel like You just go through The world alone mm-hmm. And I remember One of my favorite scenes In the movie Was him sitting In the corner By himself Watching his mama mm-hmm. Knowing there's nothing He could do about it mm. Right And I felt like that Like I, I watched my mom Go to prison My grandmother Passes away I'm 13 years old Sheesh. I'm in New Orleans. That's mm. a whole monster. That's a whole thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's a monster. And we talking about the years New Orleans when it was at its peak, hmm. like murder capital, back to back. Right. So I'm 13 years old. Like, I don't got nowhere to go. So I'm with my moms. Um, so my mama is a gay woman, been a gay woman my whole life. Her, the woman she was with put me out. Hmm. This is how I get through the homeless phase. Hmm. Like, I had a house, but mm-hmm. then she was like, no, Go. You know what I'm saying, and so I remember, like, just being homeless for that period of my life. Yeah. And um, fast forward, I remember when Malcolm went to Egypt, yeah. and his life just Shifty. shifted, shifted mm-hmm. because it was a spiritual shift yeah. from, yeah. And it was a, it was like this awakening, this mm-hmm. veil mm-hmm. came to him, mm-hmm. and I think that's what happened to me, like. I'm like, man, I'm about to... and I want to stand for 30 days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I did a whole 30 day joke over there. So, mm-hmm. so many amazing things happened to me over there. Yeah. From being able to jump into the ocean, I remember when my feet first hit the sand, I was like, "Yo, I'm really, in yeah, really this is really crazy. crazy." Yeah, for sure. Um, eating with um, the people, f- the people, yeah. seeing how like they wash their hands real good. They take their shoes off. There's no talking about outside stuff while you're eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no utensils you eating with your hands. Yep. Yep. Right. And so all of those things symbolically just did something to me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it just put me in a different place. And I unplugged from everything and then to go from Tanzania to Kenya to Egypt oh, and so then you did Dubai. Like a whole tour. Yeah, yeah. I did a month out there. It just did something to my spirit. And mm-hmm. and took you, and took you to a whole
1: nother level. Yeah. I mm-hmm. saw the shift when you yeah. came back. I spoke mm-hmm. at so, your event,
0: like right when I came mm-hmm. back. Oh, bro! Right,
1: right. And when you told the way you told the story, yeah. we're gonna get into that <laughs> a minute. we gonna get into
0: that minute. So look, Chris. Okay. So,
1: you know, we was already chatting mm-hmm. before we even started filming, right? Because, you know, our background with our family, yeah. New Orleans and Hammond, yeah, Louisiana. Course, yeah. yeah. Let's go all the way back. Okay. To the beginning. Okay. Right. Um, you know, you say you spent 10 years in prison. Yeah. Like how old were you? You yeah. know what I'm saying? What got you there and what happened there? Oh
0: man, Give to us make that.
1: that shift, right?
0: Uh so I'm um, I'm 16. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. So prior to that, I went to Delaware for like, my uncle tried to help me. Mm-hmm. He was like, I right. like my nephew is out there, like I need to try to mm-hmm. like help him. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause he's like the only man. Mm-hmm. It's all girls and him. So I go to Delaware and I'm, and I hate to use this analogy, but it's kind of like if you put something wild in a domesticated environment. Oh, for sure. Like I'm gonna ravage that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And that was just what happened. Like I went up there and they had structure. I was like, man, no. this Pump ain't my channel. life, man. Yeah, this yeah. ain't my life, y'all yeah. tripping. Yeah. And I remember the, the, man, I had robbed somebody up there. I hadn't got a couple fights up there. I started hustling up there. And I think the the straw for my uncle was, I'll never forget this, they went to the Kings of Comedy. And my uncle deliberately told me like, yo, don't bring nobody to my house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "I bet. And I had my little cousin who now helps me with my business. Like, I was like, look, here go this money. Don't tell on." And I remember I had like a female back there. I had all kind of other stuff back there. Yeah. And, she was like, yo, I ain't, she just told her mama. She was like, I don't know, it was some white stuff, it was some green stuff, and he had a woman <laughs> oh, back there. Hmm. And my uncle was like, bruh, I told hmm. her, what are we doing, bruh? Right, 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 right. And her mama was like, nope, he got to go. He got to go. And then the police came to the house looking for me. And I went in Delaware. They was like, yo, we had an assault. And she was like, nah, he got to go. And so my uncle was like, yo, you got to. You got to go, bro. Hmm. And I understood hmm. it because I disrupted the home. Yeah. Right, for sure. Right, right, you know what right, I'm right, saying? Right. As much as as a man, as much as you want, you still got a wife, you still got a home, right. and I'm disrupting yeah, all these boundaries y'all putting together. together. Right, exactly. So at the time, I didn't understand it. As a man now, I understand it. Okay, yeah. okay. So I go home. I go back to New Orleans. I'm back in the while Yep. I'm back in the while mm-hmm. So I'm living with my aunt now. She on drugs. So I opened my first trap house. So we had a in New Orleans it's full of duplexes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So my aunt, my auntie was living in this house. The lady who owned the house, she was on drugs. I was like, look, check this out. There's nobody living here. I'll pay you drugs to let me have this side of the house. Hmm. She's like, all right, bet. Hmm. So I stole my open my first trap house when I'm 16. You just go through the motions with that, man. 16. I wound up getting, well, I was 15 at the time. I wound up getting robbed. So, and we. I want to talk to you about this too, man. Damn, this is good. So, I was dealing with a female at that age and um, I trusted her, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was taking care of her right she was like my reprieve mm-hmm. she was like my getaway right mm-hmm. right right my like that was a sense of love mm-hmm. that i probably never that i was yearning for yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and yeah. she she knew how to like at her age love me mm-hmm. i guess and so i wound up getting set up by her mm. Sheesh, delilah yeah i wound up getting oh that's powerful that's ooh. deep. damn <laughs> so that's i wound deep. up getting set up by her and i took her to the spot And she was like, yo, I'm hungry. I'm like, all right, bet. And I rented this hotel and I rented a room for me and her brother and her sister because her mama was on drugs. Like being on drugs was like the norm. Like your mama being on drugs or something. Like you ain't even like, your mama on drugs. You like, you all right with that? So I ran to this store called Chinese Kitchen to get us something to eat. And when I come back to the crib, as soon as I knock on the door, Dude opens the door, grab me, put the Mac 11 to my head, mm. throw me on a bed. And I'm staring on a barrel of pistol. He like, bro, where is that? And in my mind, I'm like, damn, it's crazy because like I've been on the other side of it so many times right, at right, that age. Right, right, wow. Like I already kind of understood the protocol. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of understood I can look at his demeanor mm-hmm. or he knew to this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he ain't been doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. too close to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sizing him up because mm-hmm. all my OGs, like this ain't this ain't new to me right. at yeah. this time, right? right. 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 And in and mind, you, I'm and now I'm 16, mm-hmm. so I'm like, man, I ain't got no drugs, man. You tripping? And so he like, I don't play with me, and I'm starting to realize like he talking to me too much, mm-hmm. and because he talking to me so much in my mind, oh, he ain't much about this. Hmm. So now I'm trying to like. I could take him, yeah, right, right. right. In my Start mind, strategizing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I could take him. Yeah. Like this is easy work. I'm like, oh, I'm about to, I'm about to talk to him, like lure him. I'm, and he's so close. I'm like, I'm gonna slap the gun, take the gun from him. Like in my mind, i don't play out the whole plan. Right. But then she says, "The drugs over here, the money right here, it ain't worth your life." And that, mm. like. Cause you ain't know you was being set up at that point. Nah. Well, okay. immediately I knew what it was. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, bet this what this is. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not even worrying about her because I'm like, she not about this. In my mind, they're like, let me take care of this issue in front of me. Right. Mm-hmm. The the superior threat. Right. But when she said, "Leon, it ain't worth your life, man. The guns right here. I mean, the drugs right here, and the money right here." And I had just told the dude, "Like, I don't got no money. I don't yeah. got no drugs, bro. You tripping?" Immediately now, you put my life in danger times ten because now it's like, "Bro, you lied to me. Yeah, I should kill you."
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And so when, I ain't gonna lie. When she said that, it was kind of like the ultimate betrayal, and it like it crippled me, Samson. Like once he realized the yeah. lie told the people to cut his hair. Mm-hmm. It's like the act of y'all cutting my hair is cool, but it's like, how did you know? Right, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And right. I think that part, like, I was like, oh, it just took the yeah, air out of me. Yeah, a paralyzing feeling. Yeah, it took yeah. the air out of me. And so uh, once they got away, like two days late, I found out who it was and I wound up shooting. him. Mm-hmm. I shot him five times. I wound up going to prison for it. And in prison... It was a whole new, like, experience. I'm 16 years 16, old. right. I'm 16 years old. So, so you were,
1: like, the juvie part until you turn 18
0: and then moved your Nah, over? bro. You were 16? I'm 16 yeah. in to New to the Orleans. They, yeah. they waited, like, 30 days, and it was like, nope. Once they realized the type of gun I had, once they realized, they were like, yep, go across the street. You go to the Orleans Parish Prison, mm. and now you see this big sign that says you are now entering a real jail. And I promise you, bro, like, let me ask
1: you a quick hold on. Let me yeah. ask you a question. Let's go back. When he first had that Mac at your at your face, you were standing at the barrel. What was your was that the first time a gun was put on you? And what was your what was your first thought? I it wasn't was the first time because
0: I had done been shot already. So okay. I got two shots, two good bullet wounds right here that went straight through, and I got one on the side of my butt that grazed okay, me from you. the same situation. So wasn't, yeah. It wasn't my first time being under gunfire. Mind you, my first time introduction to violence was seeing my mama get shot six times. Okay. That was my introduction at nine. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So gun so that, violence yeah. wasn't, it wasn't um. I remember the first time I um I
1: had a gun pulled on me, like to my face face.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it was by this dude um they called Merck. Mm-hmm. And he had already had three under his belt.
0: Yeah. So I'm
1: looking at I'm staring on that barrel. Like, like I'm number four. four.
0: Mm-hmm. Bruh Yeah.
1: And so I did for me, I didn't have a I wasn't processing like yeah. I'm not sizing him up like oh he. Yeah. And All right. I had already heard about him because yeah. we got into it a few days before at the club in the parking lot. Okay, and so he had already had three under his belt, mm-hmm. hence the name Merck Yeah, and now I'm looking at staring down the barrel of this. You're like damn, I'm number four. But bro, I'm so dumb. Mm. Bro, the pride in me was just like. I wasn't even afraid. I mm-hmm. was just so angry. Mm-hmm. And it was in broad daylight. Yeah. On Winchester Drive. Yeah. Huntsville, Alabama, outside a gas station. Come on. He was like, nigga, I should murk you right now. Yeah. And I just stood there. And I was just so angry because I yeah. left my piece in the car. Yeah. And then I was with some suckers. Yeah. I wasn't with my partners. Yeah. I was with some little homies. I understand. And they scurried. Yeah. yeah. So now, like, I mm-hmm. got to deal with y'all when we get back. Yeah. So then he he looks around after about a 10 second stare down and gets in the car and he was like I see you I think he was thinking like I ain't trying to do it right here bro, daylight. In broad daylight broad daylight gas station cameras yeah. so me and a, my real homies was looking for him for two whole days and couldn't find him yeah and that was a beautiful thing to bro. bless him bro because you know I was on some stupid stuff yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah and so for I was wondering like when you were staring down the barrel mm-hmm. how you felt but you had already been shot three mm-hmm. times yeah like it or so. wasn't
0: it wasn't like violence is such the norm. Mm. Yeah. In New Orleans. Like, I tell people even right now, like if you go to New Orleans right now and there's a shootout. There's everybody understands the protocol. Like, it's not really a run, I'm scared. It's of let me identify where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's not cool. That's a that's a form of uh PTSD. Mm-hmm. And so for me being in that situation, it wasn't even much. Like, I wasn't scared, man. Like and I'm not saying that to sound bold right, or nothing for sure. like that. No, for sure. I was already in that environment. Yeah. It's like when a hyena see a lion. Like, he ain't scared. They about to start yeah. strategizing. Yo, you go from that side. You, yeah. Like, I already went in mode. Um, yeah, but practice. But yeah. that, that, that situation also, bro, like I'm dealing with something right now that I'm realizing is emotionally, trust. I have a, man, it's crazy. Emotionally, I've come to the realization that at that has hindered my emotional engagement with women. Mm. Yeah, I can. See I just, that. I've just come to that realization, right? That has hindered me, and right. it's because I've always, um because because I guess when I come home from prison, I really didn't. But when I try to connect now. Yeah, because when you when you felt that peace, when you felt that sense of connection, it was compromised. So it's like if I get to that point, I'm opening myself up for this to happen again. Yeah. And it
1: wasn't, and it wasn't just like, I'm I'm looking at the gravity of it. Yeah. It wasn't just like, man,
0: I loved her and she cheated on me. It's like, nah, she Uh, did me wrong. It could have took my my life. It took my life. And then it did cost me 10 more years. Come on. Like I'm just now, like literally, brother, no, no lying. I am just now coming to the realization that I probably got to go back to therapy to talk about that part yeah. of my life. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. i I'm, 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 I'm just now like, damn, this whole something. I apologize for that. But talking about that made me, I'm like, yo, why can't I like connect the way I want to right. because I want to. Because right. your connection so is, is linked with trauma. Yeah, man.
1: So, Chris, this this one, this one made me super proud. Bro, when you went to Instagram about a year ago. Yeah. And I think it was like the start of maybe 23. And you was just like, yo, I'm about to heal. Yep. You said, I'm about to go through a healing yeah, process. Man. Chris, when I saw this, I mm. showed it to Tracy. She yeah. was like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. 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 But she yeah. was just like, yo, I'm about to heal. Like, I realized I've experienced some traumas. Hey. Like, I, I deserve love. And so now I see you. I don't want to get too far because yeah. we still got to get to your story. But I see you now traveling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying once a month. Yeah, at the Potter's house. Yeah. TD Jakes. Yeah, getting that word. Yeah, and, every time I look up, you're reading a new book. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I see that that growth and healing take yeah. place. Mm-hmm. But I want to let you know, bro, and I'm gonna let Crystal speak on it. Once you get that healing, yeah, brother, <laughs> person of God got for you. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, what you've experienced now is pretty awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, brother. When I tell you, it's a whole other level. You ain't even seen. Yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that one thing that you. Yeah. That's that one thing that you lacking. That's that one thing that you. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying to have that, to have that rib, to have that person yeah. next to you by your side, like that's yeah. that's right there's gonna give you a cutting edge. I was on the podcast recently, and they was just like, "Yo, what's the difference between like different phases of men?" I said, "You got adult males." Mm-hmm. There's some cats out here, they adult males. Like, they, no, they just, you an adult. They have yeah. age. You got pubic hair. <laughs> but they not that. an adult. Yeah. yeah. You're an adult male. You become a man when you able to, you know what I'm saying, like, take care of yourself, handle your business, independence. But you would become that next level man. Yeah. When it's like, yo, I got people that's depending on me now. Yeah. When you get to a point where it's like, I got a, you got a daughter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, you take care of your daughter. You know what I'm saying? You take care of yourself. Then you got a queen, a wife. Like, yeah. that's a whole another level when all the moves you make mm-hmm. is specifically for that person or that group of people, mm. like that's a whole other level there, bruh. And I know, like,
0: it, for me, it's because, because I want it. Yeah. Hmm. And I think the hard part for me is, like I say, I just come to the realization, like, yo, this, this was blocking me. Mm-hmm. And it don't got nothing to do with nobody. It's, it's all internal. On this couch. Yeah. Right here. Right here. It came to me, like, because last, like, I'm like, yo, I got to. I got to peel back them layers because it's emotional block. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
0: I'll have the right intentions and then emotionally I just disengage. Yeah. Because it's like it's only a matter of time. Like I just disengage. Like it can be, we can be robbing, we can be, and I'm I'm not a person. I don't got to have 50 million. Like let's vibe. And then at some point when I feel like I'm being the most, vulnerable mm. and i'm in it i emotionally
1: Sheesh. i check out
0: that's deep i check out and, I don't, and that's the
1: one thing they want and i don't yeah. even want be emotions yeah. Like i
0: don't be trying like my like, yep let's do this let's do this I, because i want to grow i want to spend the time i want to vibe i want to connect yeah i want us to like the i'm at in my life everybody around me this was, i'm like i i need this mm-hmm. i like i want the comfort yeah. i want to feel safe mm-hmm yeah. Right? Hmm. But then something in me, I just disengage. Hmm. And then I go to fighting trying to get it back. I'm like, yeah. All right, no, 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 no. Trap, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. And now instead of me focus on building, yeah. I'm now fighting to stay engaged. Mm. Straight up. I'm, instead of me like, yep, let's do this. The whole, I'm fighting now. To stay emotionally. Yeah. Engaged. And now that becomes tiresome to me. Yeah. For sure. And so, so trauma Damn. oftentimes. Golly, man. This is a like... therapy session. <laughs> this is what I signed up for. <laughs> this is a healing yeah. couch. Yeah. This is a, yeah.
1: Straight up, straight up. Mm. But you know that trauma can have us self sabotage some stuff. Yeah, man. You know what for I'm saying? Sure. And it's not even in relationship. I got one of our employees, you know since saying? This person was talking real froggy. I was just like, you. Be careful. <laughs> if, you ever think, if you ever think that somebody can do my job better than me, I was like, oh, they're in survival mode. Yeah. They feel backed in the corner. Yeah. So, Holy Ghost was like, slow down, give them yep. grace. I said, hey, be cautious of what you say next. No, I'm just saying. I said, I'm giving you grace. Yeah. Yeah. Be cautious of what you say next. You upset right now. And the trauma from the past yeah. got you self sabotaging. Yeah. I got the longest text later in my life. Yeah. I'm so sorry you were right. Yeah. I was tripping. I was out of bounds. Yeah. It's cool. I see the humanity mm. in you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like one thing Crump helped me understand. He said, everybody is either, your heart is either at peace or at war. That's a fact. Every day. Dang. Every day. Every, every day. situation, your heart is at every peace day. or at war. So when you're in these relationships, it's moments when your heart is at peace. You're like, yeah. But then you feel like, oh, I'm vulnerable. It's like when I went to the China King to get the food and I came back into the spot and my man got a Mac 11 in my face. This is like... You know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa, I can't can't open myself up if you go into protection mode. Yeah. Because that took away 10 years of your life and could have cost you your life. Yeah. And so, as you get that healing, brother, man, the queen Mm. that God died for you.
0: Mm. Yeah, man. And you
1: know, we all about action on this podcast. Because what will stop people from going to the next level, and you know this all too well, is they don't take action. So, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. No, facts. And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to hold you accountable. No, no. Remind me. Come on, remind me. Like, let's talk about how we going to pull the trigger. Because I got two counselors right no, now. No, I need them. Dr. Mobley and Dr. No, no, no. Makeba
0: Williams. I definitely need them. Them two
1: powerful I need black anointed women. I need them. They get all up in my
0: head. Yeah. I, need I need them to get in, in my head and my heart. Yeah. Y'all, for sure. I need them to get in my to head and my heart, heart, man. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I need because this thing cold. Yeah, yeah. I remember my mom. And I'm going to tell you why. Damn, we not even in the podcast.
1: <laughs> we <We're> not even, <laughs> even in the podcast. Right. Been talking this is going to be a part
0: two, for sure. All right. So I remember my mama told me this one day. This one I knew, like I had a different type of heart. Mm-hmm. So I never met my dad before in my life. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. So 20... So my daughter's seven now. Maybe 2017, 2018. My daughter between one and two. My mom called me one day and she was like, yo, your dad is dying. Hmm. And he reached out to me. He won't see you. Hmm. So I was like, probably got no daddy. Hmm. Yeah. I was like, I ain't got no daddy. You tripping? My mom was like, No, Leon. I was like, No, 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 no. I don't have a father. Hmm. So at this age, at my daughter being two, I don't already made sacrifices. Hmm. So I hadn't already. I had well, I was in Atlanta. I moved back to New Orleans to be by my daughter because I was like, Nope, this ain't gonna work. Like I'm flying them to Atlanta mm-hmm. to spend time with my daughter, and then I was like, Nope, this ain't gonna work. So it's 2018. I'm like, Nah, let me go back. I'm going back. I'm going back to New Orleans, and I'm on to move in Lake Charles. I was working at a power plant, mm-hmm. but I'm coming to New Orleans every weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'm already in daddy mode. Like this sacrifice has got to be mm-hmm. made. Mm-hmm. And so I remember my mama hit me, and I was like, "Nah, I'm good." And she was like, "Leon, he on his dying bed." Mm-hmm. And I remember I said, "Well, let him die with that." Mm-hmm. I said, "I don't gotta. I don't gotta deal with that." Mm-hmm. I said, because I'm a, I'm already making sacrifices for my little one already. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm 30 something years old. He ain't made one sacrifice for me. Can't nothing keep me away from. I'ma fight for mine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'ma fight for mine. Mm-hmm. Can't nothing keep me away from. I don't care what circumstances life threw my way. I ain't letting mine go without knowing me. So let him die with that. Because mm-hmm. I can't open that up. If I open that up and he die, now I'm living my yeah. life full of void. Mm-hmm. Right? But He going to die at peace. Nah, let him die with that and I can live with peace. And my mama told me something in that moment. She said, bro, your heart too black. Hmm. Wow. She said, your heart too black. You don't got no mercy. You don't got no empathy. Wow. You got to change that. And I was like, I ain't really. I was like, man, she Mm -hmm. tripping. That's on something. I'm like, you on some other stuff. Right. But now as I've come into this different phase in my life as I'm evolving, Mm -hmm. Not even a part about what I said to him, I mean to my mom about him, but the part my mama telling me, your heart too black. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go through life helping these people. And I'm still fighting my own traumas. Yeah. Right. Right. I need to be, I need to be free of those. Right. And and the only way to do that is that's why, you know, people like you, I love it. E.T., mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, going to TDJ's Church, just listening to the word. I listen to y'all all the time because I know that no matter what we're doing externally, mm-hmm. the internal work <laughs> is the true infrastructure. Yeah. Facts. You know, because if I don't do the internal work, then I'm really just walking around with a mm-hmm. costume on. Facts. Let me ask you this. Talk to me. Do you think the reason why you got into like the financial and the wealth stuff is because it's things you can control and it's not a lot of emotions attached (sighs) to it. Um, I think that is one of my greatest gifts in the financial world because I always tell people that um, the difference between me and you financially is emotionally I don't have the same connection with money that the average person Mm -hmm. has because I came from the street Mm -hmm. because I know losses I know, like I can take those. It don't bother me. Mm-hmm. Like I can lose fifty, sixty thousand dollars and wake up the next day. Like bet we back at the right. game because I love the game. But you also been at the bottom, and you know how to. You know how. Get so for, for somebody that's been dependent on that nine to five, or even an entrepreneur who is so like, we got a different connection. Yeah, you can't control emotionally, you. and I don't care about that. Yeah. So one to answer that. It's two things. Yeah. One is because of the emotion involved, which makes me, I think, makes me better than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And two, because it reminds me of the streets so much. Mm-hmm. It's second nature to me. Mm-hmm. The stock market, investing, the wealth mm-hmm. game, it reminds me of the streets so much. They, they literally are identical twins. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> they identical twins mm-hmm. birthed from the same mother. One's just legal and the one, other one's not. That's it. Facts. Mm-hmm. One's just legal and one is not. But the rules of engagement are the same. Even the product is the same. Mm-hmm. The marketing, the branding. And the difference is they pay taxes. Mm-hmm. One don't. They have a legal CEO. We just don't call it that. Like you, instead of the CEO, you the big dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of COO, you the underboss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so they remind me so much of each other. It's so easy for me to play that game mm-hmm. because I'm back in familiar territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That that's
0: the I'm so, back in familiar territory. Right. So it's interesting too how God worked this
1: out. So and we'll get so so to all of our next levelers, we are gonna get into his story the transition okay. the financial part we going to get in, stock market we are going to get on. heavy into that come on in part 2 yeah. i want to go back you go to prison you yeah. went to prison for 10 years okay you connect with a mentor
0: okay well he wasn't really a mentor he just gave you some game he was so Exposed in prison you to some in prison what happens is man man men like to talk that's mm-hmm. <laughs> what we got <it. laughs> That's all we mm-hmm. got That's what we got We don't got nothing else But stories on What happened right, to our life Right, right You know what I'm saying So he wasn't really a mentor He planted a seed in me So okay. um, I was in an old parish prison This one I This another thing Like I learned that um, Friends aren't really friends In prison You know what I'm saying Like you don't really you don't really got just that. Just passed the time. Yeah, so yeah. I remember uh, just being in a cell with some some dudes out my. So I'm from out the 17th, how Mid City, and it's, it's huge, mm-hmm. and it's broken down into so many sections, yep. and we was in a cell, we was talking, and then dude just got up and it was like, man, you a liar, bro, and he punched me in my mouth. Hmm. Real talk.
1: What?
0: He was like, man, you lying? And he just punched me in my mouth, like punched the piss out of me. It's like twelve o'clock at nighttime, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. It's one of the moments. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like prison gonna put you in, so you and, and I always laugh when people say, "Um, like you can go in prison and like if you don't bother nobody, nobody not gonna bother that you." True. That's a lie. That's not true. <laughs> right, right, That's right, a lie. Right. Um, and also when people say, uh. Uh, like So first of all Let me say this Like I'm in, I went to prison For attempt murder On robbery But people have this idea That people that go to jail For molesting Will get messed over hmm. That's a lot They get hmm. separated right Yeah like just... that's That's a lot Like hmm. and even though Like I know dudes who are rapists But like dudes ain't really Like messing with them Cause they know like Yo they about that Like it's a diff- Like in prison All you got is these mm-hmm. If you good with these And you mm-hmm. good with that That knife Like nobody ain't really Just cause people got Their own stuff They dealing with mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying and so I remember the dude just got him. He punched me in my mouth. It's like 12 o'clock at night. We running the up. So that's us talking. And he just punched me in my mouth. He was like, man, you, you freaking lying. And he punched me in my mouth, bro. And you only have like a split second to react. Mm-hmm. What you do, this is when I learned something. You can't never tell a man what they not going to do. You only got to know how you going to respond afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Right? And so my next response was, bat and we just start shaking in that thing. So it's like 12 o'clock at night. And then after I fought him, boom, I fought his pot. I'm like, wait, hold up. I thought y'all were my dogs. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So nah, I don't stop fighting him. Because like you don't really get jumped in prison. They call it like running a train on you. So mm-hmm. you just fight dudes back to back. So I fought three dudes back to back from like 12 o'clock to 1 in the morning. Dang. And so it's just like back to back. But I'm 16. I got the wind of a. I'm with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and kind of is you in a situation where like, yo, if you stop fighting, you kind of know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something something about your manhood is going to be tested. Right. He was, he, how old was he? Well, the same age. He oh, okay. was all in the same, I'm probably 16, he probably like 18, 19, 20. You know what I'm saying? So like something about your man is about to be tested in this yeah. if you stop fighting. So he's either like go out on your shield or live with your tail tucked. Mm-hmm. And man, my mom ain't had no, mm-hmm. my mom had a, a, a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we go gonna go out on our shield Straight on this one. Because mm-hmm. um, if you let so, somebody beat you up, it's a game changer. So, wind up going to the hole, solitary confinement, and um, I'm in a cell. This is why I feel like God like be working. So, I go into the cell with this white dude, and in prison, um, like, there's two different types of white dudes in prison. Mm-hmm. There's the cool white dude who'll get a name, something like White Mike or <laughs> White Chocolate, <laughs> right, right, right? And then there's like the weirdo kind kind, of like you like, nah, you leave them alone. Like they just yeah. a typical white dude. Like yeah. they on their own. Like and you don't really mess with them because like nobody prays on a week. Like yeah. that ain't no. So I'm going to sell a dude and he just was chilling. He was, I think he was kind of, um, I think he was kind of Disturbed hmm. by seeing so many black men hmm. in the one time. Up. That's deep. Cause you don't, you don't, you don't get it till you see. it Cause even I was like, mm-hmm. damn, it's a bunch of us in here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think um, he was like, man, y'all playing the wrong game. Hmm. That's his first words to me. Mm-hmm. Wasn't what's up? Wasn't how you doing? It was, bro, y'all playing the wrong game. Dang. And and me, I'm I'm still like heated. My blood still mm-hmm. boiling. I done just had a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like niggas done jumped me, man. Like I'm about to, uh, I was mm. juggling them boys up when I mm-hmm. see him, and he and I was like, "What, bro? <laughs> what?" <laughs> like I want to attack him. He was like, right, "Whoa, right, right. no harm." But like, y'all playing the wrong game. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, what the hell you talking about, y'all? And what game you talking about? Right. You ain't here with me, man. Shut up. You don't know do nothing. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my mind. So, yeah. Like you ain't here with me, right, right, bro. Right, right, Shut right. up. You don't and know. How old is he? 30, 40. Nah, I probably like late 20s. Okay. A young white dude. Yeah. Late 20, probably 29.
1: Yeah. And he and, told you playing the wrong. Game. I was like, what? Okay, okay. All right. all right. Mm-hmm. so look, so look. So for those of y'all, <laughs> for okay. those of y'all, listen. We are going to have him back next week. Y'all got to come back next week, man. so we can hear I'm a storyteller yeah so you can hear part two right right. to see how this brother came from living in New Orleans poverty (laughs) father not in this life you know what I'm saying like moving work hustling robbing shooting you know what I'm saying like living that life going to prison at the early age of 16 you want to figure out huh Fighting two more charges. Two Mm -hmm. more charges. Like, how you take somebody like that to now successful, multi millionaire father, course, community, traveling the world, changing thousands of people's lives. Like, if you want to figure out how he went from where he was to where he is now, Mm -hmm. man of God, you want to figure that out. Tap in next week, man. Mm -hmm. Let's get it.